Good morning. It's August 1st. It's a mild and cool morning here in New York City with generous amounts of sunshine. Today is the Major League Baseball trade deadline. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. This morning's New York Times is packed with stories, most of them grim. Featured on the front page and written up inside is one of the paper's forensic inquiries into just how brutally and indiscriminately the junta in Myanmar is slaughtering the country's citizens. The answer is very brutally and very indiscriminately. Burning villages, blowing up targets like a school and a hospital, bombing an outdoor concert, killing 150 people on that airstrike. The Times writes, Even for a country long notorious for military abuses, the violence and humanitarian crisis now are unprecedented, many experts say. The Islamic State Khorasan has taken credit for a suicide bombing in Pakistan that killed at least 54 people on Sunday. Beijing, a city with notoriously poor drainage, got seven inches of rain in the span of a day and a half over the weekend, leaving at least two people dead in flash flooding. Phoenix, Arizona recorded a high temperature of 108 degrees yesterday, breaking a string of 31 days at 110 or above. Scientists are desperately fishing coral out of the simmering hot waters off Florida to try to keep some of it alive in tanks on land. A group of men reportedly attacked and fatally stabbed a gay man in Brooklyn Saturday night after objecting to the victim voguing at a gas station. Mayor Eric Adams repeated his commitment to not providing shelter to migrants arriving in New York City, despite having given a no-bid $432 million contract for migrant services to a company whose previous experience was in running COVID testing. And the paper edition of the Times contains the story that they published over the weekend online, recounting how Trisha Cotham, the Democratic state representative in North Carolina who switched to the Republican Party to give the Republicans a supermajority, was secretly encouraged to run for her seat, a safe Democratic seat, in the first place by leading Republicans. The story of how she sold out abortion rights, civil rights, gun control, and pretty much everything else revolves around her hurt feelings and sense of disrespect from Democrats, as people tell it. But down in the story, after the part about how she made money in the private sector advocating for charter schools, another tantalizing possibility emerges. When the Times mentions in early 2020, Ms. Cotham fell sick with COVID-19, a diagnosis that hobbled her for the next two years. In a television interview in 2022, she said she was still struggling with the virus's effects. All of this raises the possibility that, even as Republicans killed off their own voters by letting COVID run rampant, they may have created a new generation of right-wing politicians through dementia. Just something to keep an eye on as people do more and more destructive things for more and more petty reasons. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow.